Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Monday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harrods here with the Daily VR Investing Podcast. Uh, after uh, all-time high, after all-time high of last week and really the week before, start a week off a little bit of a rocky note today, but it could have been a whole lot worse, frankly. We also saw some interesting things that we didn't see last week. Even as the markets were going higher, we saw better readings today in some of our internals, certainly in the trend and the put-call ratio. We'll get to all that in a minute. Let's cover the markets quick. Dow Jones today, again, this is all coming off all-time highs on Friday, but uh, Dow Jones down 123 at uh, thir- maintaining 34,000, closing at 34,077. Uh, SP 500 down a half a percent, down 22 points at 4163. NASDAQ had an, uh, a decent rally back. Actually, both the Dow and the NASDAQ and SP 500 did. Uh, a decent smart money hour. NASDAQ finishing down 137 points. That's right at 1% at 13,914. And finally, our loser on the day, Russell 2000, can't get out of its own way, down 1.3% today at 2232. We like small caps here and think that they're going to start participating this week on corporate earnings. That's our call. And uh, it was our call last week as well, by the way. We think we're going to be right about this. We think this market's going to really zoom higher from here. Uh, there's some anxiety in the market right now because, yes, it's extreme overbought. We referenced this last week. Uh, both the SP of 100 Dow Jones, extreme overbought on stochastics and RSI. But it's most typical in a big bull market like this that you get a bit of an overbought correction, and then you're off to the races again. And I know everybody has now gotten bearish or cautious. I must have read, I don't know, 20 different reports over the weekend about how uh, the April the April bullish rally is over, and that uh, May is going to be bearish. June's going to be bearish. I, I don't I don't know where they get this. We just happen to disagree. We're very bullish here. We think that we are in a major major melt up bull market, and that pauses and dips must be bought. There's also some anxiety <clears throat> about the, uh, the Rodney King about the uh, George Floyd uh, 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 death and the trial that's going on, and. Um, I'll just make this point that, you know, I can understand some anxiety about this because if this uh, if this cop is found uh, not guilty, or if he's only found somewhat guilty, if you will, uh, yeah, it's going to be ugly. You know, Maxine Waters and her ilk are doing their damnedest to to make sure that the tensions are running hot. How is this lady still in Congress when they impeached the president over it? Right. Incitement of violence. Right. Uh, when, when she's actually doing it. Trump didn't. She's doing it. Uh, but the point I'm trying to make here, though, is that I've seen a lot of this over my career. And I've read a lot of these case studies about what happens when there is uh, uprising throughout the country. By the way, it's not that much different from what happens when you have a natural disaster. You know, the, the tendency is to go, OK, the half the country's on fire, by the way. It'll only be the blue states and the blue cities. You won't see any of this nonsense in red states, red cities, certainly. Uh, because, uh, again, conservative governors just don't put up with it. Uh, liberal governors and mayors encourage it. Why? It's a distraction from their awful leadership. They have somebody else to blame. That's just my opinion. But the point I'm making here is that just like in natural disasters and probably nationwide riots coming up, at least over in some of the nation. Uh, the tendency is to think that that's bad for the markets. Historically, it's nothing at all negative. It actually turns out to be a positive. Uh, think about 
uh, Todd and I were talking about this a minute ago. I remember the San Francisco earthquake. I mean, everyone was, it was a big deal. And everyone thought, okay, this is, this could be really bad. The whole state could go off into the Pacific Ocean. The markets rallied sharply on that news. Same thing happens after hurricanes. And I think the same thing will happen here. We saw it last summer with the, the riots that took place. And what happened? The markets only went up. And there's a reason that happens. The Federal Reserve has a mandate. They'll talk about it if they're pressed. This is not a secret even. But if something bad is happening in the country, their role as they see it is to ensure liquidity is available, that banks have money, that ATMs work, and that liquidity they flood the banking system work with gets, gets passed on very quickly to shadow banks, right, including hedge funds. And that's why I see the markets catch a bid right away. So that's our view right now. Again, closing arguments for today. We probably won't get a jury verdict until, I would assume, at least this weekend. But anyway, for those that are nervous about it, I see a lot of people talking about it. Uh, we're, we're, not, uh, we're not in that group. Uh, likely, it's likely that this pause we're having, having right now is acting as an internal correction, and uh, that will resolve itself higher. Let me tell you why I say that. The internals, well, first of all, I had to tell you about the trend. We saw some interesting things today happen in the VIX, in the trend, and the put-call ratio. This is different action than we saw last week. Remember, last week the markets were going up, but we saw terrible internals. We've now had after today nine of the last 11 days with mixed to negative or at least mixed to poor market internals. Advanced decline, up-down volume, new 52-week high lows. Those are VRA market internals. We saw it again today. But, and I'll, and I'll cover those details in a minute because they were not good, but they were better than last week's, if that, may, if, if, that, if that seems even possible. Last week's were awful. They were better today in the volume. But the trend, right, the, the, the arms index, as it's called, uh, today, almost all afternoon traded at 0.6, even below 0.6. It closed at 0.73. It's where it is now. Anything under a 1 when the markets are down like this, that's a bullish sign. That's actually a buy signal. For, for short-term technical traders. And the reason is, is that the trend weights more heavily towards volume than it does advanced decline. The VIX today, say at one point, was up over, I think, 11% at one point, finished up 6.4%. So again, you've got a lot of people that have turned negative on the markets. We think that was really flushed out a bit today. It may continue for a day or two. Again, overbought, you never know with extreme overbought corrections. You know, they can always get exacerbated a little bit. But again, we're buying. We're buying the dips. And that's, that's what we've been doing for some time, as you probably know if you've been joining us. Uh, but let's, let's talk about the internal specifically to tell you what I saw. Because, again, NASDAQ down 1%. S&P 500 down 1.5%. Right? Not, 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 not terrible days, but not good days. So how is it that volume was only negative by 400 million shares on NASDAQ? How, how is it also on NYSE, volume only negative by 500 million shares? These are not big differences here. Uh, now, advanced decline was not as pretty, although it was only 2 to 1 negative NYSE. It was 3 to 1 negative on NASDAQ. But, folks, we saw readings worse than this last week when NASDAQ was up. That's a, that's a personality change. It's a, it's, a, it's a personality change, kind of a pattern change in the markets. We want to see that continue. It's important that it does. Smart Money Hour today was, was decent, uh, not great. But again, this could have been an ugly day. 
If we had at one point had the NASDAQ down a couple hundred, Dow Jones right at it. Could have been an ugly day. Didn't happen. We'll take that. We, we, we see that as a positive. Also, and this has just been a stalwart here, uh, new 52 highs and lows today. Again, great readings. Came in at 379 stocks, hitting new 52-week highs to just 136, hitting new 52-week lows. Again, we're coming off all-time highs, so uh, it was a great day on Friday. Just not so much today. Uh, Put call ratio today also closed at 0.90. Anything around this area is a is typically a oversold signal, but so the put call ratio has really been out of whack for a while. Uh, in other words, it's been way too bullish. Too many people buying calls instead of puts. So again, this is healthy action. It's healthy corrective, healthy pause action, and uh, and we're fine with it. This happens in a bull market. They don't just go straight up. Um, okay, let's take a look at uh, the uh, sector watch today. It would help if I had that up on my screen. One second. All right, of our 11 S&P 500 sectors, loading. Oh, slow computer today. Apologies. Of our 11 S&P 500 sectors, not pretty today, not, but honestly not ugly most sectors were barely lower. Only one was higher. That was real estate of three-tenths of a percent. But even our worst sector, consumer discretionary, only down 1%. Tech was down eight-tenths of 1%. Really not much else to see anywhere else there. In our, um, in our commodity watch, we had gold today down 950. It's been on a pretty good run. We like the setup here, but we got to get back. We know we just got to get back above the 200-day moving average for us to be able to breathe a little easier. But uh, gold, a lot of a lot of attention, of course, being given to Bitcoin. Gold today down 950 an ounce at 1770. We're buyers. Same thing with silver. We really like to set up a silver here. The chart looks superb, uh, as does copper. Uh, of course, they're both used in almost exactly the same. You can't make anything in technology related or energy grid or, or uh, yeah, energy grid related or um, uh, EV related. You can't make any of that without both copper and silver. Silver today down 21 cents an ounce at 25.88. Again, it's a great looking setup. Same for copper. Copper today up a big 1.6% at $4.23 a pound. Oil today, also, we like this chart a great deal and fundamentals as well. Oil today up 33 cents a barrel at 63.52. We think oil is going to 100. Finally, Bitcoin up $130 today. Skins all over the map over the weekend. A bunch of rumors about the Federal Reserve coming in with some kind of regulation on Bitcoin. Uh, we just don't see that as likely. What's more likely is that the Coinbase IPO solidified the legitimacy of the cryptocurrency space. We think that's real big. Frankly, I'm surprised we didn't get more of a sell-off in in, in cryptos than, than we have uh, by the rumor sell the news event. I think a little more back and forth here, and Bitcoin's going to be uh, off to the races again probably. Don't know about the others, really. I don't really follow them very much. Uh, anyway, uh, Bitcoin's at up 130 at 55,875. Folks, as always, appreciate you joining us. Come join us full time at VRAinsider.com. Again, VRAinsider.com. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.